Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ballaholics. And what a morning to start on. We just got news that Kemba Walker has been traded from the Celtics. I'm joined with Andres today. Hey, hey man, and just to start off, the Celtics just got finessed, in my opinion. How do you give up Kemba Walker and the 16th pick for old-ass Al Horford? I mean, they were on a contract situation that no one really liked. Both the Celtics and Kemba said that they wanted to part ways already, but I think you could have gotten more compensation than Moses Brown and an aging Al Horford. Al Horford. Like, don't get me wrong, I think Al Horford, not Al Horford, Moses Brown showed a lot of promise to be a solid center in the NBA during his rookie season. But he didn't prove anything more than to be a quality backup. Honestly, and, he doesn't have any. He, it's not like he has a good shooting ability. It's not like he's a good playmaker. It's not like his footwork is elite. He's just a solid rebounder and efficient around the rim. That's about it. And yeah. so after seeing this trade, I kind of looked at the mock drafts to see who would be around that area for for the Celtics to not want to really keep that pick. And it looks like the best available guard in that draft around pick 16 was Trey Mann out of Florida. And Trey Mann is more of a space-creating guard, someone who can shoot the deep ball, but is not not a very good playmaker, which, in my opinion, is something that the Celtics need a lot more than more scoring off the bench. So. Yeah, the, the trade doesn't make much sense to me because I always think it's weird when you let somebody go and then you trade back for them. Because the, the Celtics had Al Horford, what was it? Yeah, well, yeah, a good while back. I feel like Celtics Al Horford was like his last good year of his career. And that's so. the thing. Al Horford's not getting any better. He's getting older and he's getting slower and he's getting less effective. I mean, so, listen, on OKC, he was wasn't playing for anything. There were moments where you saw him and you saw that he could still do a few of the things he used to do, but he won't be able to do that consistently. He won't be able to be playing like huge minutes out there anymore. And um yeah, he's he's not the same player he used to be. And definitely Moses Brown is not worth his sixteenth pick. Thunder just getting all the picks in the world once again. Well, we know that Lonzo Ball is a free agent, so I don't know the cap situation currently. I didn't look at it, but if there's a player that the Celtics could go for at point guard, I think that'd be a pretty good fit because he plays good defense as well. I mean, yeah. I don't think they need a elite point guard because then I think that takes away from the scoring of Jalen Brown and Tatum. I yeah. think they need an elite facilitator and an elite defender. That's what I think they need. Just the leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you already know that I am not the biggest guy on Lonzo Ball. I think he's <sighs> – how do I explain? This year he played – he had his best year of his career, and he wasn't even playing primarily as an on-ball point guard. Stan Van Gundy, who just got fired, by the way, um, 
not wasn't necessarily very good at what he was doing, but he put Lonzo in a situation where he excelled, and it was almost like he played more as a three and D guy rather than a play initiator for most of his minutes in New Orleans. Um, what I've seen when Lonzo Ball brings the ball up the court into a half court set, he the I don't know if it's a problem that's produced by Lonzo or by the rest of the team, but there's not much movement on the offense. It seems like it's stale. It ends up becoming only ISOs. And there's just not very fluid ball movement when it comes to him being your initial playmaker. I I don't know. I haven't been able to look past that. Maybe I am just blinded by Lonzo ball hate. (laughs) But who knows? I have a lot of hope for Lonzo because every year since he's been in the league, he's improved. Every year. Yeah. You could look at Lonzo and be like, damn, he's getting better. So I mean he's never gonna be Steph Curry with a forty inch vertical yeah. like uh a certain human yeah, said. But I, expect him <laughs> a, a, I wouldn't say star or anything. I I'd expect him to be a very good point guard though. Like right below like an all star. So you're he, saying like Memphis Grizzlies Mike Conley level or yeah. I think he could end up being something like that. I don't think that's great. I, I don't know. I don't it know. It depends on the situation. That level. But I can see him being a great starter, like a, a solid starter in the league. I mean, he already is. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on, last night the Bucks beat the Nets, and now we have a game seven on our hands. If the Nets I think you know blow this game seven. But I'm going to try to be unbiased. Uh, I think you have to favorite the Nets just because the Bucks have been terrible at, at away games this series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can never – anytime you're in a game seven and the other team's got KD and Harden – well, not really Harden in the playoffs, but more KD. One-legged Harden. Be, yeah, you should be terrified. <laughs> I now, mean, the, KD already showed what he can do uh, in game five. Like, that exactly. was ridiculous. But the only thing that would worry me as a Nets fan is Joe Harris game being five, a <laughs> Kevin Durant played every minute of the game. Game six, Kevin Durant played 40 minutes. Yeah, he only sat out once they realized the game was over. And that was like in the last exactly. few minutes of the game. Is there any way we could see KD possibly see a little fatigue in his game? I doubt it because he's a pro athlete. I don't think so. That is, nah. but anytime you rack up crazy minutes like that, it does increase risk for injuries, which he's been prone to, or anything like that. But um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks in that game seven. I don't know why. I really have nothing to back that up with, not from recent history, at least. But well, I just think I, c- I think I can I can just imagine seeing a Harden choke job. Well, Harden has been choking already. He last game he played a lot better than game five, of course. But last game still terrible. He was still terrible, yes. Still not really James Harden. But um the two players I feel like this game leans on are Joe Harris and Chris Middleton. Now Definitely. Joe Harris has been absolutely terrible from three for the last few games. He hasn't been hitting anything. <laughs> He's been a complete liability on the court. He's not Which necessarily I, I a defensive asset. Was so predictable once Kyrie went out because now people can pay more attention to him. 
Joe Harris was getting the most wide open looks because he was playing with three of the best players in the NBA and Kyrie, KD, and Harden. Once Kyrie went out, then once Harden went out, really, teams could just or the the Bucks could just focus on um Joe Harris. Just basically double team off of anyone that's not named Kevin Durant. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, there's Joe Harris if he finds his shot for this game. I think. Bucks. I mean, Bucks don't get a shot. And also, Middleton needs to keep doing what he's been doing lately because he's either on or he's off. He's one of the most efficient all-stars in the NBA. He's been part of the 50-40-90 club. But there are nights where he shoots like 33% from the field and has done that in this series. If that happens as well, with Drew Holiday, Holiday not being as effective on offense as he was in the first round, um. then leaving it all on the shoulders of Giannis and the rest of the supporting cast I don't believe is enough to beat KD in a game seven no matter what I think it also depends on if we saw a lot versus the Heat I know you know you're familiar with this Andreas because it was against your team we've seen a lot of performances against Heat where it really wasn't one of the it wasn't necessarily one of the big three on the Bucks going crazy. It was just the team just was shooting lights out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, was- there was Bryn Forbes going crazy. Like, I, uh, honestly, as much as the Bucks won that series, the Heat beat themselves. Because what did they shoot, 24% or something like that throughout the whole series? And we're missing we wide open looks. A lot of that to the Bucks defense, as I think. So It's so surprising to say this. But I think the Nets' defense is better than everybody thought. Oh, it is. I can say that for sure. But um, I- I'll get into the heat another day. I'm I'm not going to waste time on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I'm not um, about the Warriors today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what was I going to say? The, the Nets' defense has just been – very, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Very scrappy. Not as good. The Bucks defense is looking like the best, one of the best defenses in the playoffs. Honestly, I know statistically the Suns defense has been the best throughout the whole playoffs in almost every category. But given the eye test, the Bucks defense looks like the most intense. Like they look like they're playing the hardest out there. Maybe that's attributed to PJ Tucker literally. Um, hounding Kevin Durant almost every possession, and the actual Middleton. Um, I don't know. The Bucks defense just seems to have been swarming the Nets the entire series, and the only reason they have been having a chance is because Kevin Durant is nearly unguardable. No, nah, he's unguardable. I mean, um, nearly unguardable. Everyone is guardable to an extent. Nah, that's mm-hmm. wild. You can't say that. I mean, if you're guarding Kevin Durant, listen, listen, listen. If you're guarding someone and your presence affects them to miss a shot, then you guarded them. I'm just saying that you can't guard Kevin Durant on every possession, basically. Like, maybe every once in a while you'll get lucky and get a good contestant there, but most of the time he's unguardable. Anyway. doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm going to say is whoever wins this game, I fully expect to win the championship. 
if CP3 is not back. No, I, I don't care. Even if CP3 is back, I if the Bucks win, I expect the Bucks to win everything. No, I still would have the Suns. No. Yes. You see, I was joking on the podcast when I said Suns Heat Finals, <laughs> but I was only really joking because of the Heat. I didn't expect but, Suns to make the finals, but conference finals maybe, and how they're looking, I don't. I would not surpri- be that surprised to see a ring. Well, you actually just brought up a good point in, uh, or not a good segue to into the Suns because. From what I've heard, that there's a high probability that Chris Paul will be at the whole Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. Oh, it um, is ridiculous. Absolutely. Just vent. Just vent. Because I think it's absolute <laughs> insane. Now, okay. he's he won't be able to play the Western Conference Finals because he high-fived too many fans. No, he's, he, he just... Yeah, and I guess that's the reason he why. Tested- I don't know. Yeah, he did. He tested positive. It's no. not just because he got into health and safety pro- protocols. He actually has COVID. Um, uh, I, I'm going to change my stance then. Yeah, no, no, no. I was super pissed off at first, too. Like, if it was just like a precautionary measure and he tested and he didn't have it, I would have been furious. But he actually has it. There's not really much the NBA can do about that. Um. It sucks. It's unavoidable. But I think they can still have a chance to get against the Jazz if they make it to the conference finals. And if the Clippers truly don't have Kawhi for the rest of the series, for the rest of the playoffs, then I don't see Paul George carrying him past the best defense in the playoffs. Who oh, in the Suns? Yeah, the Suns are statistically like first in almost every category. Yeah. By the way, DeAndre Ayton has been amazing. Thank you for telling me that he hit his ceiling halfway through the season. Cap. I didn't say that. Well, you sold, you said he wasn't going to be like a star. And I, I said he wasn't going to be a star either, but I said he's going to be a consistent 20 plus and 10 guy throughout his career and a good inside defender. Okay, so let me let me explain to the to the listeners, okay? I was heated at the moment because I had DeAndre <laughs> on my fantasy team and he, Oh, that's right. I remember and then so I traded him and then he did great after on, on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, okay. folks aside, Aiden has been I'd say easily he's been a star in, in this playoffs. He's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been great. Especially in the first round where he was shooting, like, what, 80% from the field? Yeah. That was ridiculous. I'm um, pretty sure there was a game where he didn't miss a shot. There was. And his first game, he was, like, 9 for 11 from the field, and then the second was, like, 10 for 12. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but, yeah, I still have a strong feeling that the Suns are making it out of the West. But we we've been talking about the playoffs this whole time. The Clippers, I am nearly counting out if Kawhi is gone. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But we're not talking about Philly or Atlanta. Do we think they have any shot against either the Bucks or the Nets to make it out of the East? The Hawks. Either. 
Oh, Philly has a great chance. Absolutely. Philly and has I, a great chance, you think? Yeah, it's it's weird because of how they're performing versus the Hawks right now. But I think if you – I mean, how awesome would it be to see a Giannis versus Embiid playoff series? I'd love to see that. Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah. I've been I've honestly been wanting the wanted wanting the seventy six series out of the second round. Um I don't know why. I have nothing against the Hawks. I think they're a great team. But um I don't know. I maybe it's because of Embiid. Yeah, I mean what a choke job he just had. Was it two For nights? The ago? last two games, dude. Yeah, both games. Yeah, it's last two- game he was good throughout until the fourth quarter hit and he forgot that his name is Joel Embiid, or maybe he remembered his name is Joel Embiid, whichever one you want to say. <laughs> um, he missed. I know they were talking about in Game Five how he was playing on an injured knee and that he really wasn't a hundred percent, but his last shot of the game to put him up one, I believe was an open layup at the basket. You are seven foot what? Like two? Yeah, seven foot You barely two. have to jump? You just have to lay it in there? Bro, smoked it completely. Didn't even hit the rim, I don't think. I think it bounced off the backboard and straight off. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And then Ben Simmons was there trying to get a rebound. Instead of rebounding it, I think he just threw it out of bounds. So say what you want about Ben Simmons. He's been a bum. Yeah, another hot take. Um, if I'm the Sixers, I'm trading Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, after- absolutely, absolutely. I don't um, think. I don't, I don't think-, think he has that much trade. Well, no, yes, he does, but I, I think he definitely does. No, he does have a lot of trade value, but I think he had way more before this week. season. Yeah, before this season. Um, yeah, he hasn't been very good this season, except for defensively. He was the defensive player of the year candidate. Definitely shouldn't have won it, like a lot of people were saying. Um, I'm gonna throw out something crazy, Andreas. No oh god. Say if it. there's a way this could happen, I would be very happy. But it would. Oh god. It would cripple the 76ers defense somewhat. Ah, <laughs> please just don't say now, Simmons I'm, to I'm the Warriors. Saying, no, 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 no. I don't I'm even just think you want in them. a broad sense. I'm not saying the other pieces that would be necessary for the trade. Okay. Oh, okay. Just saying, like, imagine a scenario with this guy. To the Trailblazers and Damian Lillard to the Sixers. Ooh. (laughs) The Sixers. Ooh. That would be disgusting. I'd love that. Can you imagine? Okay. Okay. I would. Lillard? Come on now. I know we don't have, like, all the time in the world today, but we need to talk about that trade scenario at some point in the next podcast. Uh, because like, what would you have to give up for that? I think it would be a lot. <laughs> so it's either if you're the, I mean, from Ooh, the Trailblazers' point of view, if I'm the Trailblazers, I'm trading CJ and I'm trying to get more help for Dame because I don't think CJ is the right piece. I think they should go for a player like Sabonis. I think Sabonis would be a good player for them. But if they get Sabonis, they need to keep CJ though. You see. I don't like the idea of Sabonis to the to the, the Trailblazers because uh, how is Sabonis going to fit next to Yusuf Nurkic? See, I don't believe no, that no, Sabonis... No, no. If, no, Yusuf Nurkic needs to go to the bench if they get Sabonis. Okay, thank you, because we're not, tr- not going to continue the experiment Nurkic of starting Sabonis. He's as good as he was after that injury. 
he was good towards the end of the season. He's just injury prone. No, he he was all right at the end of the season. No, 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 no. He was you... good. He was playing at like the level that Valanciunas was playing throughout the second half of the season. Very good, but whatever. Injury prone, can't trust him still. That's the problem with him. Um, uh, everybody in the world would rather have Sabonis over Nurkic. Oh well, clearly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I thought you were saying to start him alongside Nurkic. I don't think Sabonis should be starting at power forward on any team. The only reason the Pacers no, have been doing that, yes, absolutely, is because they have Miles Turner and they're not going to bench either Miles Turner or Sabonis. Even though I think Miles Turner is extremely overrated, except for on the on interior defense, of course, he's he was phenomenal. very good at that. Yes, I know, but I still think he's overrated. He was phenomenal at the beginning of the season. He started to cool off on every other aspect besides defense. Um, sorry. The problem is with Sabonis is he doesn't have the foot speed or the mobility or anything like that to play power forward in this day and age of the NBA. But he's not necessarily the best interior defender. He's a good offensive weapon at the center position. He's a, one of the great passing big men in the league that we have. Honestly, probably the second or third best passing big man in the league. Yeah. Because number better, one is Jokic, right? He's a better passer than Bam. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I was going to say he's a better passer than Bam. I'm going to yeah. say second is probably uh, Julius Randle after this season, right? He's not a center, though. I said a big man. He's a four. Yeah, and he's more of a big than other fourth in the league, like Kevin Durant. Um, even though he's not as technically tall, you know what I mean. He has a, a play style more geared towards that kind of play style. Whatever. Uh, then probably Sabonis third, and then Bam fourth. Just had to throw that in there. But um. <laughs> Actually, would, who would you call a better passer, Sabonis or Randall? Now that I'm really thinking about that, I might have to give that to Sabonis. I think it's Sabonis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and can we talk about how atrocious Julius Randall was in the playoffs? I mean, oh my god! They started double teaming him, and he forgot what to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> terrible. Like that's what differentiates all stars from not all stars. When you look at that series, bro, get- I had said I was saying in the in our in in like our group that this was going to be the best year Julius Randle has ever had. I don't oh. think he's replicating this. He's replicating this season again. This I think season he might average like a solid 20, 19, and like five assists. Nineteen rebounds? No, twenty or nineteen, five oh. assists, and like probably a solid nine to ten rebounds. I don't oh, know, nineteen hey, rebounds. What the 19. hell are you talking about? We do not have Dennis Rodman in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think this, uh, this, this might trigger people. I think this, this season was an anomaly for Julius Randle and the Knicks. I don't think this will, I don't think you can ever expect this from Julius Randle again. I have no faith in him. I'm sorry. I never did. Players, I he did well. He did amazing this year. And yes, he should have been. 
Right. I announced this almost every single season. I'm part of the hate club for Lonzo Ball, Miles Turner, Julius Randle, and wait, the next one. I said Lonzo, Julius Randle, Miles Turner. No, I think that's it. Oh, Andrew Wiggins. Yes. Even though Andrew, Andrew Wiggins was great this season, and I'm mad about it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quick. Hopefully. Boy. Warriors need to definitely keep Wiggins, and we need to trade Ubre, without a doubt. Should have traded Ubre for uh, Kemba Lonzo. Walker, bro. <laughs> Lonzo. Uh, Brad... bro, that defensive backcourt would be awful. Kemba, absolutely Steph? terrible. Yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> Just trade uh, Steph Curry for Kemba Walker. Come on. Or Brad Wanamaker. <laughs> bro, don't ever bring up Brad Whataburger on this podcast, bro. <laughs> At Whataburger, you can sponsor us whenever. Just hit our line. Exactly. At um, podcast.com. No, I'm playing. We need to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> sometime soon, sometime soon. But, um, so, wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask you for a bold, bold take, okay? Okay. We are very close to the finals. I want you to say who's in the finals with everything we know, injuries and everything. Who's in the finals and who wins? I don't want to hear is CB3 healthy. What we know right ah. now. What we know right now. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm. I hope I'm not wrong because I'm gonna cry. But Clippers and Bucks. Ooh. Because I think. Kawhi is going to come back. I know he's got an injury. I think he's going to come back, though. I cannot guarantee that CP3 is going to come back. You know, I said it like half sparingly last time on the podcast, but I'm going to say it for real. Suns and seven. No matter who makes it on the East. No, who's making it from the East? That's what I want to know. Oh, um, I still got the Nets. Even after being three down three two, I have the Nets. Wait, what? Being down three two? No, I'm thinking of the seventy six years Hawks series. I, I do have the seventy six. Yeah, I was gonna say series. the Bucks were down three two. Yeah, the Bucks were down three two. Um, even after what I saw last night, I still got Nets coming out of this series. Oh, you were supposed to give me hope. No, I do not want Giannis. I do not want the Bucks coming out of the second round. After oh, what I... happened, no, I don't want to see him succeed. Hell no. <laughs> that's what they did. No, yes. That's when when you get swept by the the champions, that looks better than getting swept by second round exits. I don't even care. I don't even care. I just do. I don't want to see him succeed. Praying on Giannis's downfall. Screw it. <laughs> no, I'm hoping that Giannis could just. I don't know. I mean, I have no history to go by this on, but I hope he just. Turns it on. He's he's had some really good games this series. Let's not look past that. Um, he needs to dominate. I mean, he needs to go in game seven like he's Shaq. Like he needs to be like, I don't care who's in front of me, I'm dunking on you. Like he has to have that mentality because that's how. That's how. I mean, because in reality, he's, he's one of the best players this league has seen. Like. We've talked about how Harden is actually a better, like, post-defender than people give him credit for. But 
Giannis should not be getting locked up on the po- in the post by oh, James Harden. Yeah. Like it, that it, it makes yeah. no sense. He's settling he's settling for fadeaway jump shots with James Harden on his back. Yeah. Every single time I've seen him seen Harden guarding Giannis in the post, not once did I see Giannis try to get past him. Yeah, I screamed and get through the basket. Every time and it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> like, what is he doing? I don't get it. I don't know, but um, Harden needs to guard KD. By the way, huh? I need to see Giannis actually try yeah, and guard KD. Exactly. That's I don't what I care what I don't care what For Mike Budenholzer is telling him. He needs to do it. You need to have, yeah, absolutely. Giannis needs to be on KD the entire game, and I'd put PJ Tucker on uh, James Harden because I think. I think it's weird when when you are former teammates and you're so close and you're guarded by that person. I think it can sometimes get in people's heads because it's like they know all your moves because they practice with you every day for years. Uh huh. So I, Drew. I mean, it's crazy to say Drew shouldn't be on Harden because Drew's one of the best defenders in the league. But I think Drew would actually be better in Game Seven. Just roaming the passing lanes because I think you'll get a lot of of steals out of that. Mm-hmm. And then just like play it him on Joe Harris or something. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, Joe Harris wouldn't do anything if Drew Holiday's on him. I agree. But I need to see I need to see Drew Holiday do something because he's been disappointing me this series. I mean, <clears throat> he's been giving them timely moments where. He does. No, he has absolutely, but I, I want to see him go off game seven. I don't think he's gonna, he's ever gonna really go off. No, nah, that's cap because I remember when the Pelicans played the Warriors in the playoffs when we had the big three. Drew Holiday went off every game, was dropping like thirty five consistently. So I know he has it. Who else was on that team? I don't yeah. remember. Ad, but was yeah. Ad hurt? No, Anthony Davis played that whole series. Now that is surprising. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I, really, I never I just, really have watched much of the Pelicans. My favorite team, so I know he can. All I need from him is one 30-point game. That's all I need. On efficient numbers. That's all I need from him. I just need KD to drop 60, okay? <laughs> and like like you said, Giannis, bro, if you just got to have that dog in you. You got to guard KD the whole game. Just Just don't give him anything easy. Giannis playing soft as hell, bro. Giannis is one of the few players that I've seen that could block KD's jumper just like straight up. He did. Yeah, I know he's done it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, earlier this season, they were literally talking about it last game. Yeah. The commentators were like, why is Giannis not on KD? Like, yeah. (laughs) I mean, let's let's not get it twisted. KD's going to give everybody buckets, but who's he going to give the least amount of buckets to? That's the thing. Honestly, but we say this, like, Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker weren't doing a pretty good job on KD for what you're able to do against KD. Oh, P.J. Tucker, prior to Game 5, was phenomenal on KD. Well, Game 5, literally, P.J. Tucker could have been playing the best defense of his life, and I yeah. don't think it would have stopped KD. KD was going crazy. He was shitting, hitting stuff in people's mouths all game. 
Oh well. Yeah, man. But I'm I'm praying for the Bucks. I hope they pull it through. Cause um, you know, I mean, you know why, Andreas? But yeah, but I, I <laughs> as long as neither the Clippers nor the Bucks make the finals, I'm good. Why well, the you two like guys. The I don't understand. I, I love I the Clippers. I, I don't like the Clippers at all. I really I don't. Love- you see, it's not even because of like Paul George hate or like Patrick Beverly hate, even though I'm not really the biggest fan of Patrick Beverly. Uh, Marcus Morris, maybe. And I'm also not the biggest fan, but I always find myself rooting against Kawhi. Always. I don't know why. I don't know why either. What did he <laughs> I do? Just don't, absolutely nothing. Except for uh, winning in the first round and not wanting to come to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed I just needed Luka to get one more game and then Kawhi would have been like, I right, bro, I'm out of here. I'm going to South Beach. <laughs> so I'm checking the uh, uh, odds for the game seven, and it's even. Really? For which? ESPN, um, for um, ESPN, where it says who's favored and by how many points. And, the and that's odds, Nets Bucks. Yeah, for Nets Bucks. <sighs> Wait, are all three series in Game Seven right now? No. The no. Philly Atlanta one is in game six right now. They're both in game six. The other two are in game six. So is the Clippers. Wait, really? Yes. Are the Clippers up 3 2 right now? Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, for some reason, thought Jet, the Utah already had three games. Okay. Yeah, I just need Utah to win that series, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> No success for the Clippers or the Bucks. I'm rooting for success for both of them. Um, no, I want. I just want the Suns to win a championship with Chris Paul on the court. But yeah, this is mm-hmm. a good podcast. We'll have to come back for definitely before the finals, probably for sure, the or the before the conference finals. Yeah, and, that'll be pretty soon from now. And then there's nothing to say. The Nets are going to win everything. <laughs> because I, I firmly believe that unless the Suns are healthy, that the Bucks are going to give them the high, the like highest difficulty that they'll face the entire playoffs. Really? Yeah. Higher than the Brooklyn Nets? No, I'm saying the Bucks are going to be the team that would give the Nets the most problems. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were saying the Bucks were going to give the Suns the most problems. No, no I'm saying if, if the Nets beat the Bucks, then I think they're walking to the championship. I wouldn't say walking. Unless the Suns make it out, then that could be a tough series. Cause they met- yeah, because who's guarding Joel Embiid? Or Ben Simmons. All right. No, for real. I mean, yeah. Nets- do what Giannis has been doing. You see, Ben Simmons has the ability to do that type of stuff. He doesn't have the mentality. But is less willing to than even Giannis. So. Yeah. I don't know. The Sixers do match up well against the Nets, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I can't say confidently right now that the Sixers are going to beat the Hawks because it's looking like the Hawks are going to win. And if the Hawks win it, is Trey Young really enough to beat either the Bucks or the Nets? Absolutely. I mean, Clint Capella 
has been great. John Collins has been performing surprisingly well. Um, Gallo has gone back to doing what he's been doing, is being a solid contributor. Yeah. This Fox team is doing it without DeAndre Hunter. I don't really understand. You see, the only thing that's not going right for the Hawks right now is Bogdanovich has not continued what he was doing in the regular season towards the end. He Bogdanovich seemed to be playing like an all-star for the past for the last month of the regular season and then lost it as soon as he hit the playoffs. If he gets into a groove like he did a few months ago and matches up against the Nets, then the Hawks might actually have a chance. If who does say that again? Bogdan. Nah, that man was going they crazy. They don't have a chance to elegance in it. Calm down. I'm sorry. I have no. I mean, considering considering I don't, injuries, I don't even, I'm not even confident they'd get a game. To be honest with you. I mean, considering injuries, I think they could have a chance. No, I, I don't think that. I don't think they have a chance in hell against the Nets. All right. I think the Bucks are going to be the toughest opponent for the Nets, and if the Nets beat the Bucks, then I think they're cakewalking to the finals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We I will... still think the Nets are going to the finals anyways. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but if I had to bet money, I'd say the Nets are going to be champions. Mm-hmm. All right, but... I mean, it's been kind of fun watching them with, like, interchanging stars on the court. It's actually been kind of entertaining. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird team to watch go through the playoffs with all their stars just rotating in and out. It's kind of interesting. Okay, but um, that seems to be it for today. It was a great podcast. We'll come back again before the conference finals or before the finals, whenever we have the chance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's been a great episode. We will catch all of you guys later. And thanks to Joey for letting me finish this episode. <laughs> Man, I am praying for the Bucks. All right, but I'll talk to you later. Catch y'all.